Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to the Title Night Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. The entire Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is fueled by Cody Road. And shout out to our friends at the Wild Rose Casino and Resorts for allowing us to do these podcasts week in and week out. I'm Steph Copley here with my friend, Elisa Woods. Hey, Elisa. What's up? Episode 91. We're getting there. Are we going to have a party for 100? I think we should. Our friend and listener Steve Kemp said he wants to throw throw a, a hundy party for us. I like it. Yeah. Steve throws a, he throws a good party. I'll he tell you that. A damn good party. Lots of food, good bevs. Yep. Just the thing Pizza. that we're... Yes, that's that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, we want to give a special thanks to our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State for being longtime supporters of this podcast. Elisa, I saw now that the students are back on campus and it... We had this beautiful snow. I saw a couple pictures of campus looking like a winter wonderland. And I thought, man, I am not jealous of you sorry saps having to walk from one building to another. But it sure is beautiful. I know. I was going to say, I saw it and said, ew. Ew. <laughs> is that really what you said? Ew. No, I didn't see it. I'm trying right now. If you hear a I'm trying to set up my mic in a better way so my face isn't hidden because I know stuff likes to look at me. I do. I just FaceTime Elisa randomly in the middle of the day just so I can see her. That's never happened in our lives. We've, I don't happened. think we've ever FaceTimed in our lives. In our lives. What's that thing? Oh, that's on the... Okay. Hi! Good now? My goodness. Get it together. <laughs> All right. We're here. Ready to roll. So, Elisa, as we expected, the Big 12 is one hell of a roller coaster for both men and women. It is a cluster bleep. Oh my gosh. So I think let's start with the men first. Mm -hmm. They have this crazy emotional win at home against Texas. And then they go down to Okie state and blow a 16 point lead. Boo. It's just, you know, I I think we all knew that at some point this team was going to have a letdown. Yeah. Um, I just didn't expect it to be in a game like that. I thought for sure it'd be against a Kansas or a Texas. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. And like I said, it, this is the Big 12. It's a gauntlet. It's going to happen. But I think what's interesting about the last couple of games is that we have a couple of storylines emerging. Oshun Oshuni <laughs> is a man. Like, he's a yeah. freak. And yeah. it's so much fun. I think there's a really intriguing parallel between him and Stephanie Suarez coming into the big 12 and watching these players improve game after game after game and seeing really how good that they could be if they had more time in the big 12. Um, and I wish that we could, you know, I wish we could see that fully develop with Stephanie, but it's super fun to watch it with Shun and he's a game changer. Yeah. He's a blast to watch. For sure. And then on the other hand, you have Bob Jones (laughs) who I just like, I, I don't think I've cheered harder for a kid. <laughs> he tries so hard. Okay, but this is so funny because this tracks with exactly what my old AAU coach's son told me. Like <laughs> once we had grown up and ran into each other at a bar, he was like, I cheered so hard for you because you tried <laughs> so hard. 
And I wanted to be like, um, I scored our lone point one time when we lost oh. like 24 to one and it was my one point. Thank you very much. Yeah. But you know Ergo, what I mean? I was the best one on the team. Ergo, you have a lot in common with Robert Jones. <laughs> oh, it's kind of, it's, it's probably true. I just feel <laughs> bad because he, he works his tail off. He just don't think his skill set is quite up there. Yeah. Um, but I think he plays better when he has Jazz Coons to play along with, you know, and yeah. he fills a different role. And without Jazz, he's having to do things that he's probably, he doesn't have the tools to do. And again, yeah. I think there's an interesting parallel with the women. Um, you have players like Morgan Kane who are having to do things and step up into positions that they weren't necessarily expecting to. So it's yeah. interesting to watch that play out as well. But I think maybe the biggest takeaway over the last week with men's basketball is that Caleb Grill is an integral piece of this team, both offensively and defensively. And these back spasms or back pain he's having could be a real Achilles heel for us going forward. Get my man a cortisone shot. You know that. <laughs> Get him spray? a heating pack. You know that spray they used to spray on soccer players that that healed them immediately. Let's get a little <laughs> bit of that. I don't care what it takes. Just get him in you the game. You know what? Let's get a voodoo doctor. Let's get a let's get a voodoo doll while we're at it. Let's go to voodoo donuts. All the things. All of it. All of it. See what works. So we're recording Monday night and the reports were that he did not practice on Monday for the game um, on Tuesday against Kansas State. Obviously, that would be a huge loss if he can't get himself up to go. But it's at Hilton Coliseum. So who the hell knows what's going to happen? <laughs> it's just hard That's because, true. you know, you he's been this like <laughs> this guy we've expected to have on the floor for a little while now. So yeah. to not have him out there, especially after he appears to be hitting his stride, just kind of stinks. But that's yeah. the nature of the gauntlet. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, Kalsher also feels like oh he's my hitting his stride a little yes. bit here. So hopefully he can kind of fill in that three-point void, you know, can kind of be the one to draw the defenders out to the three-point line, spread the floor a little bit with Kalsher. But he is also streaky <clears throat> and maybe... Maybe this year a little more than Grill even streaky. But, it seems like um, he's kind of settled a little bit. Um, I agree. Maybe at I a agree. time when we need it to happen most. So we'll see. Uh, Tuesday's night, Tuesday night's game is huge, obviously. And I want to talk to you now about the foul differential that we conversation that we started. Oh, okay. Sure. Did you pull up? Did you pull up the stats? No, read them oh, to okay. me. Okay. Ku, it was pretty even. It was sixteen to twelve. Okay. Okay. Timeout. But I have to. I have to say something. <laughs> okay. Kansas didn't get called for a foul, and I think it was the last twelve minutes of the game. Okay. So that's a problem. What about like you're saying f foul differential? But what about free throw differential? Because there's a difference between calling a foul when it's just going to be an out of bounds play right. versus calling a foul on an and one or calling a foul when they're going to get free points with the with the clock turned off yeah that's fair but i think that that goes to more of the style of play that's more than it does the officials but we're but hold on because i'm gonna i'm helping you prove your point that you did okay. absolutely no homework on by the way agree to disagree okay go ahead <laughs> so in the texas game they actually had more fouls than us they had 28 we had 21 but the okay. oklahoma state game was 23 to 12 so that killed us it yeah. killed us a lot 
Um, and those 12, we, how many of those free throws did we make? Probably none. <laughs> like we, we free throws y'all. Yeah. <gasps> Let's make yeah. some free. Th- they're free. That's why they're called free throws. That's why they're called free is because the clock is off. So and we'll you get to this- stand there without anyone standing in front of you. Right. I think I'm sitting right next to a toilet that I think is leaking. Oh, okay. That's just how I feel. But also, literally, you are. <sighs> yeah. Stressed out, Steph. Talking about these games stresses me out. So anyway, well, this is a conversation I want to keep an eye on. Okay. And right now, you are winning. Megatron keeps an eye on it for me. That's right. I'll keep an eye on it for you, too. Okay. The differential was the the most... The starkest, is that the right word? The most yeah. stark? The starkest. Um, against Oklahoma State. I think the the Kansas game was interesting because while there had where there wasn't a foul called against KU in the last 12 minutes or so, I didn't notice the officiating all that much in that game. See, that's um, what I was thinking was that you had said, okay, I didn't notice it really in the Kansas game, but then I I did notice in this last game like it in the okie state game yeah 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 yeah. like yes and i i don't think you're alone in that i think that's i think that was the consensus was it was a problem in the okie state game for sure so yeah it's something to keep an eye on and you're not alone in this analysis and we'll see yeah to be determined on the winner how do you feel about this is random how do you feel about tj letting his assistant coaches run the timeouts um can you tell me why no i like what i don't i don't know that i have an opinion on it yet i was wondering if you had an opinion on it because i i feel like he does he always let them or is it only when the camera the cameras are on and i'm paying attention okay so let me ask you why did you okay that was a better question i asked a poor question what was why were you asking me that in the first place what was the i don't think that it's I I didn't notice any notice anything positive or negative, but there was a game, and I don't think it was one of these last two games. It might have been, I don't remember which game it was, but I noticed that that he was kind of standing to the side on all of the timeouts, and I was like, huh, I had never noticed this before. Um, I don't think it's that uncommon. If you, I've noticed it with Bill before, finally. Sure. But I, I guess I haven't noticed it enough to pay attention. Yeah. Now I will. Okay. Yeah, let's keep an eye on this because I wonder I'm I'm interested and I like I really like his assistant coaches. And so yeah. I'm wondering, like, I don't know, I kind of I might I'm I'm curious if I dig this um, setup. You know what well, I, mean? I will say? He is always the guy, the first one out on the floor after timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wonder if he, you're right. Maybe he could just have a different relationship with the guys in those moments. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't noticed, but now I will. Yeah. I just think maybe like that show, I think that shows some humility. Yeah. And I, and- I've also like, I've just been like stewing on this. Like, why does he not bring up something to the refs? Why does it upset me so much? Is there humility in there? Is there too much humility in there? Right. Like, what's the level of humility happening right now? And so right. I think that I've been kind of like, I've been looking for little quirks and You're wondering. Like hyper sensitive about yeah. what he is. Yeah. Because so when I was at Iowa State, I almost minored in coaching. And then I think I just dropped it at the very end. There was like one more class I had to take and I was just like this isn't worth it um 
and so I've taken a lot of classes on like coaching theory and stuff like that. So I, I find coaching, especially like this new era coaching quote unquote, you know what I mean? Like, I just find it really interesting. And I wonder like, there's a lot of young coaches coming up in the NFL, like their NBA is coming up with, well, NBA needs to get over their obsession with former players as coaches. But anyways, that's a story for another day. Um, But I just think a lot of like, especially in the NFL, a lot of these younger coaches, and then we're seeing it here at Iowa state with some of the younger coaches. um, I think that they really have a style that I'm intrigued by. Well, and I, I want to notice all the quirks. And something is, I mean, he's doing something right because right. we've had this ridiculous streak of recruits. We had one last night yeah. before star Dwayne Pierce commit to us. Yep. From um, New York? Yes. Number three recruiting class in the, the country right now for 2024. And I just, he's managed to put these random transfers together last year to turn have this amazing turnaround season what looks to be a similar season this year and i'm just kind of in awe of him at this point i know i know Um, so i'm with you i i think whatever he is doing is working but he's you know it's funny we always give matt campbell a hard time for being so closed off Mm -hmm. and i don't think tj is that way um, yeah. Or at least as obviously, but that way. But then you think about things like this, Elisa, where you're talking about, you know, the the way he is or is not dealing with officials, the way he is or is is not dealing with the team and the timeouts, and it's like, you know, I don't, I really don't know what he's doing, yeah. but it's working. Yeah. I know, and I want to know what he's doing because yeah. I think it's awesome. So yeah, no, I I'm really excited to see what happens, and now I have another thing to pay attention to. Yeah, let's so keep our eyes on this. Thank okay. you, thank you. Um, the women. So when we recorded our last podcast, we hadn't yet confirmed the Stephanie Suarez injury, but we assumed yeah. the worst and the worst, unfortunately, came true. And that feels like forever ago. I know it does. A lot's happened since then. It was only two weeks ago. Yeah. But the team comes out, gets a W against a solid Kansas State team right after we lose her to injury and then play Texas and fell flat. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple things against Texas. First of all, Ashley Jones breaks the school rebounding record, which is fantastic. It's been held since um, Angie Welly had the mark from her, the 1999 to 2002 season. So uh, she's Ashley Jones continues to take over the Iowa State record book. <laughs> but Texas can I, still can I put our, an asterisk there because of the extra year? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be the the problem with all of those. Right. It's weird. It's weird. weird. I just want to acknowledge it's weird, but totally right. But Um, she's a, she's a dog. So go ahead. Yeah. And I don't want to take anything away from her, but you're absolutely right about that. Right. No, I'm not taking anything away from her at all. She's amazing. No, but I just, uh, Texas continues to have our number. Yeah. I thought, man, this is going to be the year we finally get one of those true bigs and then son of a bitch. Yep, we don't, and we really laid an egg against Texas. Yeah, but then Coach Fenley uh, loses his mom, and doesn't coach against Okie State. And Jody Sire uh, has coaches a great game against Oklahoma State, and we're back on a win. You know, we're back up with a win. And I just, uh, mm-hmm. and then we have this absolute domination against Kansas. The it's Kansas hard to, game, they looked like a different team I to me. Know. They looked like I, they they didn't look like a different team. They looked like the team that I expected to yes, see. Agreed. But it which to your point, it is different than what we've seen. Yeah, true, true. And the, the cool part about this team right now 
and this is unfortunate because it has to, this is a, something I would have wished on this team, but because Stephanie goes out with this injury, you have to have other people step up. Mm-hmm. K-State, Danae Fritz. She played amazing. She played emotional. She played scrappy. Yeah. She played mean. Then you have this Oki State game where Naidu goes bananas. <laughs> and she just, everything was falling for her. Yeah. And it was so fun to see because, you know, she's been, she's another one of those players that works their tails off. Maybe doesn't yeah. have the natural talent that some of those other ladies have. And it just, it, all of it worked. Yes. And then against Katie. Was that the first game with her natural hair? Yes. Yes. Love can we it, talk girl. About that, like she I can have do no, no wrong. No the braids, the the two colored braids, beautiful. The I fro, have no experience, gorgeous. you know, like with that kind of hair. And I just like it was this moment where she came out, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it was like breathtaking to me. Yeah. So r- my my experience with it is that my daughter is kind of working on a fro. Yeah, she has like so. My husband's black. If the listeners didn't know so my kids are mixed um and malcolm my son has pretty curly pretty Mm -hmm. pretty textured hair like a pretty tight coil curly hair except for like his um like right at the crown of his head is a looser curl yeah that's funny um rosa has kind of a looser curl um except there's one chunk that's just straight interesting and just like a, a chunk over on the side that's just straight so she has a little bit of a looser curl than malcolm not quite as textured i would say like the texture of my hair um but still very curly and mm-hmm. so when done correctly and cut correctly and short enough she can kind of do a little bit of a fro with the part down the way yeah. that i did and so oh, we we were excited about it we loved it it's something that we've been working on a little bit but and i never want to attribute I'm, I'm really try hard and try to be really careful about commenting on female athletes appearances. And I try yeah. to be very mindful of it, but she looked freaking spectacular. Yeah. And there was something about her that night where she just played looser. Yeah. And it was just this crazy cool metaphor where her hair was wild and free and she played the way her hair looked. And I, Oh my God, it just was one of those games that I'm always going to remember. Yeah, definitely yeah, happy for her. I think, I just think that like, also seeing Rosa be like, oh yeah, the fro. Yes. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like she I wouldn't say Rosa was like, oh my gosh. Right. But right. she was just like, oh dope, you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same, you know? <laughs> yes. Which is important. You know yeah. how I feel about that. It's just great. kind of a, a quiet little yes. I fit in here too type. Absolutely. Thing. Yeah, it was great to see. And Nye's I can't say enough great things about Nye. She's yeah. she's wonderful. And then against KU we had Izzy finally kind of step up and yeah. it was a quiet um, double figures and points, but man, we need she, her. She, she reminded me of like, like a, Oh gosh, who would I say? Oh, uh, I don't know. She was, she was throwing up like hook shots where she wasn't <laughs> even looking at some points. And it was like, Izzy, like, yes, you're playing really well today. Like, turn all the way around and shoot the ball. <laughs> like, you don't need to just, like, throw it behind your back. And we call Nora sh- the wrecking ball. Maybe we should <laughs> start calling Izzy the wrecking yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she and she had some moves that I was like, oh, good move. Yeah. Like, a step through that I was like, yes. Yeah. She And she 
I don't know. She just played with kind of a fire. And yeah, I think that, a fire that we haven't seen from her. Yeah. And I think playing well in the first half helped her too, to have that confidence to yeah. like, she can pin a defender low under the basket and then kind of the turnaround step through move. She has that hook shot. You know what I mean? She has the Niang hook shot and yeah. she can, maybe that's who she's a little bit like, like a freshman Niang, you know, where some Still of the shots are some of her yeah. footing and yeah. yeah, trying yeah. to figure out the footwork a little bit, but like very much I see potential even past what she's already doing. And she has a different body type than anybody else on the team. Like she's a bigger body. Yeah. So frankly, we're going to need that, um, which like I said, we don't have the the big girls of the Texas and Baylors of the world, and we're going to have to kind of piecemeal it together again, unfortunately. So she she could be a huge key to that. I'm, I'm blanking on um, the small town Iowa girl who's coming next year. Audi Crooks? Audi, yes. Yeah. Um, I, she, I think she's going to learn a little something from her here. So. <laughs> I think so. I think she's going to come in and learn a little something from Izzy. So Yeah. It's uh, and I maybe just, maybe vice versa too. And I think you're right, Elisa. That game against KU was the gelling and the meshing that we are hoping to see, and I hope that continues. We play TCU on Wednesday, and then we are back facing OU again on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And OU has had our number too. So I just I really want to take down OU. I really want to get these teams that we've played close when we maybe shouldn't have. And I just yep. kind of want to take over a few games for a yeah. little while. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's, that's what I hope happens. Yeah. Agreed. All right. How about our Brock Purdy? Oh man. <laughs> I was literally just looking at this thing where I guess on raw tonight. Oh yeah. I saw Brock this. Purdy. I was like, wow. You know, scoots was tweeting about it. Purdy mania. It's taking over. I know it is. So, do you want to hear my story uh, about yeah, the course. 49ers? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I got this message the other day, or somebody added me on Facebook, and it was my dad's cousin who, like, this guy is a super close cousin of my dad's. Um, he lives in California, um, came to Iowa every summer growing up to like stay out of trouble basically. Yeah. Cause my grandma was home with the kids. Um, and so her, his mom sent him here to stay out of trouble for the summer. He played baseball for Nevada and stuff. Um, was kind of like an older brother to my dad who was, my dad was the oldest of three um, siblings. And so he was kind of an older brother to my dad. And so I've never really talked to him before. Um, not really had a ton of interaction with him. He doesn't live here. Um, but he like added me on Facebook and I never look at Facebook. And so yeah. I have no idea when he added me or anything like that. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I like didn't go in and accept him just because I'm never on Facebook. And I was just like, I just don't feel like opening the app. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. But like so many people just add me on Facebook and it's like, you're not like, I don't, I'm not posting anything. Right. You're not going to see any, like, it's not going to be, you're not going to enjoy this. I know you think you're going to enjoy this. You're not going to enjoy this. So then he friended me on Instagram, okay. like requested me on it. Cause I have a 
uh, like hidden profile, whatever for my personal one. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm on Insta all the time. And so I accepted him and he sent me a message and he's like, Hey, I was talking to your dad about the 49ers, my favorite team. Um, and your dad said, I don't know anything about sports. You got to talk to Elisa and Arnold. And so he's like, so I, you know, looked you up and I just want to think, and I should read what he said because he's like, I just want to know like what you guys think of all of this. And oh. I was like, so he's Elisa's like, Elisa's hey. dad's cousin. Let us tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so he's like, I'm your dad, Raleigh's cousin out here in Northern California. I'm a 49ers fan from the Bay area. Interested how you local people, um, think of how well Brock Purdy's doing and th- he called him the 40 minor quarterback. I wonder if that's like what that's they call him out there. The 40 minors, you know, it's like, typo? no, I think it's like, <laughs> you know, like old dudes talk like that. I think it's cool. Anyway, oh. um, it could have been a, anyways, he's fantastic story. It's become your dad said to ask you because <laughs> you're totally involved in cycling sports. And I was like, that's a great question. We're thrilled. We've watched every game since he started. We're cheering for the blowouts. You know, we, when he got in at the end of like blowouts and he's playing like a, like a veteran beat up on Bra- or on Tom Brady, the first game, um, just kind of, chit chatted about it and he's like um he said he wasn't going to go the game but his son and his best friends are going to go to it and stuff and i was like we got i got to teach you something i was like we say what we say about rock is chicks dig the pump yep and so he's like oh i'll have to he goes we'll have to tell him to yell chicks dig the pump fake so um there were some northern california hooligans out at the who carried on the tradition yelling chicks dig the pump fake but yeah we he and i have just been kind of talking about the the last couple games and stuff and it's been kind of cool and rock party bringing families together since 2023 yeah it's just like it's somebody that my dad's always talked about and yeah. um i know that he has a ton of respect for him and is really close to him and really looks up to him and so it's kind of fun to like hey what do you think about brock purdy and i'm also, like oh sit down <laughs> on a large from a larger standpoint how cool is it that your dad was like you'll have to talk to my daughter yeah <laughs> that's true that's I just true think it's really cute <laughs> and it's Pretty funny because so my parents are out in california right now um and they the night that they were leaving um, was the was one of the nights that Brock was playing. And yeah. so we went to Gusto um, here in town and we were sitting there and it was just kind of like the end of the game, whatever. And so I would like Arnold and I, we get in there and my dad starts to sit down and I was like, can we sit there? And my dad's like, yeah. And I was like, well, it's facing the TV. So if you, if you want us to look like we're paying attention to you, right. Can we sit there? Just let us vacate. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it's so fun. And it's, you know, I, I think I've said this to you before, but it feels like we're all part of the Purdy family. None of us are, but we all feel like we are. I think we are. We are. We're honorary Purdies. Yeah, we are. Yeah. (laughs) Feels pretty good. Feels pretty good. Pretty good. A good one. Yeah, this next game is going to be tough. The Eagles are good. Um, I don't know what to expect. I'm happy. I don't know either, but short of him 
you know what? He could play a terrible game and it wouldn't change my opinion about what he's done for True. the 49ers, you know? True. And I know that I'm, I'm biased. I have my cyclone colored glasses on my cardinal colored glasses, yeah. but he's exceeded every expectation. I think we've all had. And then some, and I'm just really proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of we'll cool. See. Super cool. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some fun stories in the world of women's sports. But before we go to a break, check out our friend Hope Wood. She does the awesome Will in a Day program. You never know, Lisa. <laughs> you could be f- just walking down the road in San Francisco and a bus hits you and you're going to need a Will. Stuff. <laughs> Jeez oh. Louise. I'd like to uh, formally apologize for my coworker. You could be going to a 49ers game and one of those 40, trolleys hits 40 you. Miners. 40 Miners. But truly, check her out, hopewoodjd.com. You never know when you're going to need it. And it's just good to have and, you know, crossed off the list. Check out or use the word fanatic promotion for $50 off Hope's Will in a Day program, hopewoodjd.com. We are brought to you by Authentic Brand. Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. All right, Elisa, you ready for shout out time? Yeah, lay it on me, Steph. Okay, I will. Alisa. <laughs> okay. I saw one of the coolest ads I've ever seen over the weekend. The U.S. Women's National Team players put together this commercial. It's called Correct the Internet, where this little girl is standing in a soccer stadium and she says, Who scored the most international goals? And it's this internet voice that comes in and says, Cristiano Ronaldo scored 118 international goals. And the little girl's like, but what about Christine Sinclair? She scored more. And it says Christine Sinclair scored 190 international goals. And the girl is like, well, wait a second. You, I asked you who scored the most international goals. And it says Cristiano Ronaldo. And the point is, you and I have done this so many times. Like Even while on this podcast, when we're looking something up and we type it in, we type in a, a gender neutral search and it comes up with the men's answer. Do you it remember the men? Do you remember when time. I asked who the NCAA volleyball champion was and it told yes! me Hawaii men's team was? Yes. And I was like, sit down. Sit yes. down, Google. Yes. So this ad campaign, it's for correctinternet.com where they try they're trying to change the prioritization of male athletes in search engine results. And it's cool. The little project... It's not a little project anymore. The project began with a little girl who was searching the internet for a school project. And she was looking for um, the greatest sports women in the world. Yeah. And her search has kept revealing the greatest male athletes. And she was like, what what is going on? And so she's sitting there trying to figure this out. And she's discovering that these Google and other search engine results are biased in favor of men. And so basically what is what you do is you go to correct the internet.com and it teaches you how to leave feedback on sites like Google or whatever search engine you use because it's not an easy process. You have to follow a very specific set of what to do. And the idea is if enough of us are doing that on a regular basis, then eventually those biases will be corrected. It's going to take a while, but I appreciate the sentiment so much. Yeah, for sure. It is ridiculous. So yeah, that was uh, that 
I, I bet I've watched that like, t- I don't know, 10 times in an hour. And then I showed my girls and I showed Ben. It's a good commercial. I tweeted it. Check it out if you haven't yet. Did you see the Seattle Storm are going to retire Sue Bird's jersey? I did. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of her, but Sue Bird was drafted <laughs> number one overall out of UConn in 2002. Oh. 19-year career in the WNBA, all with Seattle. She finished her career as the WNBA's all-time leader in games, minutes, and assists. Had four titles under her belt. Chosen as an all-star 13 times. Yeah, you should retire her jersey. <laughs> She's actually the second member of the Storm to have their jersey retired. The first was Lauren Jackson. Dang it, I was going to Would you have guessed that? No. I wouldn't have gotten it. But I, I was going to guess. I, I would have tried. I tried before I, as I was reading the articles and I, I didn't get it. I know. Um, but... I saw a cool... She's living her best life in retirement. I saw a cool tweet of her and Megan Rapino. They were at uh, the women's basketball game between number two Stanford and number eight UCLA. Nice. And I've got to say, they both look fabulous. Yeah. Like they're aging backwards. What the hell? Drop that She played hair. 20 years in the WNBA and she looks better now than she did in 2002. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going... I'm going to take a moment... For Take a, a bit, moment. For a bit of a rant. Wait, can I say one more thing about Megan Rapinoe sure. before you go on your rant? Her hair matched her sweater. Like, the hues were perfect. It was purpley pink. Okay. And I just, like, I want what Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird have. Is that too yeah. much to ask? No. Go on your rant. So, you said earlier that you don't usually like to comment on, you like, the way that women look. Um, women athletes look. I don't like to do it when it corresponds with their performance. Okay. I think that we as women understand each other and understand that we are dressing for ourselves yeah. and each other. Yep. We're not dressing to be oogled at. And oogly, I think, oogly. Yeah. I think the way that we look at the way that other women are presented, I think culturally we're looking at them as a female culture yeah we're looking at them with appreciation you're right and i think that i don't think that wanting your hair to look nice wanting your nails to look good wanting to wear pretty clothes i don't think any of that makes us less than no, you're right. You're I don't absolutely think that, right. And I think that if we can appreciate that about us as a culture, I don't like, I don't know when, at what point we started to feel, sh- I do know at what point we started to feel shame about it actually is when it started to be like sexualized, when it was never intended to be sexual. Some of it may be intended to be sexualized, but we can remove that from the way that that you and I appreciate the right. way that somebody is dressed and somebody looks. And I think that the way, I mean, look at the way the NBA dudes come into yes. the game. You, yes. Yes. That yes. is a, that's a expression. That's, yes. It's a, it's an NBA cultural expression. And I think that we in women's sports, we can take it back for ourselves and we can own it for ourselves to say like, that looked great. That style was awesome. I love the way that that looked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're right. You're absolutely right about that. And I've told you before privately that I hesitate to, there have been times when Kim Mulkey has walked out in outfits where I'm like, what in the actual hell are you wearing? Privately and, and in text messages to me. Yeah. Well, that's, yes. <laughs> right. 
Um, and I have hesitated to say things, even though everyone's thinking it, because I'm always yes. like, but then I, but then I'm like, well, you know what? If a man walked out wearing an orange suit, I would be like, what the hell is Bill right. Self wearing? You know, here's, here's the other thing though, is there's also a difference between us talking about it and even us putting it here on the podcast and talking mm-hmm. about it. There's a difference between that and tweeting what do we get now? 140 characters about it. Yeah. Without any context into the abyss. Yeah. You're right. You know, into the toxic abyss. Into the unknown. Okay. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, you hit it. You hit it, girl. You hit it. Last time I tried to sing on this podcast, I lost my voice for a week. (laughs) The Christmas one. It was so I lost when I did the Robert Goulet. It was you'll have to ask our good friend Brooke Johnson about this. I saw her a couple days later. She had to interpret for me. I couldn't talk. Well, that's hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, um, no, you're Alisa. Though everything you just said, so yes. spot on. I'm glad you said that because Those are my I, thoughts. you know, and it's it's tough because I I remember. Do you remember the red carpet saga where women would be like, they'd say, "Who are you wearing?" And then yeah. there was this backlash. If you can't ask women what they're wearing, you have to talk to them about their accomplishments. But I still wanted to be like, but I, but I want to know what they're wearing. Yeah. Like two yeah. things can be true at the same time. And I right. think you, you made that point super beautifully and eloquently that yes, we can appreciate them for what they did on the court, on the pitch, whatever, and also appreciate their expressions. So what if, well said, what if, Elisa. Like, what, if, what if like artistic expression through clothing was appreciated as a strength what if it should be i'm gonna be better about this going forward i'm gonna be less apologetic about it those are my thoughts i think that there's some gray area and there's some nuance there but oh yeah yeah well said anyway you're usually the ranter do you want to hear some of my fun facts yep Oh, well, the oh, first wow. ever WNBA Canada game is going to be played in Toronto. Yep. And I, the thing that I was reading said, um, fans have shown a great appetite for the WNBA action in Canada. And as Canadian stars like Bridget Carlton and Natalie Chanwa and Kia Nurse continue to i can't even see this i need new glasses oh that was an old person thing to say continue to flourish and drive interest around the league so i remember saying this as the number one she said this a couple years ago that she's really really gonna try to push games to did she say that on our podcast yes she did okay she did did she yes she did maybe she did no i'm Um, I'm, she did she did for sure okay i love it Full circle. Um, the Green Bay Packers hired a the first female full time athletic trainer in Green Bay Packers history, Aaron Roberg. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Roberg. It's actually Aaron Rodgers in drag. Oh my god! The JK. mental image I just got made my stomach lurch. He just curled his hair. That's it. Um, the oh, Wales women's and man. men's teams will be paid have you wait a minute have you seen the thing that's like um (laughs) this is gonna get so much hate i can i could 
draw up the username and photo of the person who is going to hate on this podcast so hard. I know who um, on to. Twitter. Um, <laughs> have you seen the thing where it's NFL quarterbacks, but as women? Yes. And like whether and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> like most of them are like stunners. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's but weird. yeah. And yeah. you look at it and you're like, Oh my gosh, that really is them. Anyway, that's what that made me think of. Um, the Wales women and men's teams are going to be paid equally to play for their country after a new deal was struck by Wales' governing body. Ooh, 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 ooh. Shout out to Hoyles. Um, Coco Goff hit 100 career wins. Whoop, whoop. Did you see Gotta the Naomi Osaka news? She's prego. She's prego. She's prego. In her statement, she said, I know I have so much to look forward to in the future. One thing I'm looking forward to is for my kid to watch me in one I of my know. matches and tell someone, that's my mom. I, I like, know. Oh. I know. So she, um, she said she's going to be back in 2024. So if she's not she done, is. she'll be back. No. There's no way she's done. Um, Allison Felix had the USC track and field um field named after her so it's <laughs> Allison field, field. Felix the track and field field <laughs> the Allison Felix track and field field track and field field the Felix field field the F Felix field field fielding fields on the Felix field field uh, I think that's about all I got for you I have more I have more okay ESPN College Game Day. Have you heard of it? Hmm. A couple times. They're going to be visiting three women's basketball games this season, starting Ooh. with UConn at Tennessee this weekend. Hmm. Some of the hosts, popular names, Rebecca Lobo, Holly hmm. Rowe, Al Duncan. Hmm. Woo! I think Holly Rowe. Polite. Holly Rowe, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Big We're just name pod. dropping today, know, aren't great. we? Carlton. Um, hold on. Tell everybody about... Oh, um, if they haven't listened, who you interviewed? Last yes, week. I was going to mention at the end. I'm glad you said it. Okay. So I got to interview Jordan Silkowitz, who was former Iowa State soccer player and drafted by the Kansas City Current in the National Women's Soccer League draft last week. First Iowa State soccer player to be drafted, and she was so fun. Like I, I love her. I fell in love with her in half hour and I'm, I love it. I love the current anyway, but yes, I'm pumped to cheer her on. She is a keeper. She was a keeper for Iowa state. She's got some, some hearty competition on the current, but it's yeah. only going to make her better. And I think she has a cool opportunity with AD French. Um, who's going to be playing with the U S women's national team most likely. So she will be learning from the best and hopefully get an opportunity to step in when those players go up to play for the women's national team. So cool. yeah, if you haven't listened, that came out earlier this week. So check it out. Mm -hmm. Wait, last week. Yeah, last week. Last week. Today's Monday. Mm -hmm. My goodness. It was Thursday. No, it came out on Friday, Friday. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of the U.S. women's national team, they kicked some booty in some friendlies against New Zealand last week. They won games 4-0 and 5-0. They weren't close, but that was just a warm-up to get them ready for the New Zealand climate atmosphere for the World Cup this summer. Up next, they have the She Believes Cup, which we have a tough match against Canada on February 16th in Florida. But it's going to be good to get some of these better competition, I guess, in a few of these matches before the World Cup. 
Um, the biggest story coming out of women's soccer, though, is the Ireland national team, whose opening game at the World Cup had to be moved after an overwhelming demand for tickets. It's the first Irish team to take part of the Women's World Cup. The game was initially set to be held in a 42,000-seat arena, and they scrapped that plan, and they're now going to move it to a much bigger stadium, which boasts a capacity of 83,000 people. And if they fill that baby up, it'll be the second biggest crowd in Women's World Cup history behind that iconic game in 1999 in the Rose Bowl between the U.S. and China. So women's soccer around the world is on the up and up, like we've been telling you for... Well, actually, years at this point. So we told you and so. You also, I knew I knew this was true, but I wanted to make sure that the U.S. beat um, Iceland to win the 2022 She Believes Cup. Yeah. So right, who's in the defending defending world champs? champs? So it's a. I was checking out the places where they play. I think it's in Florida and then Texas. Maybe you want to go? Should we just go? Yeah. Wait. Where, where is it in Texas? I don't know. I'm going to Austin. Oh, you are? That's Next right. Next month. Hold on. February 17th through 23rd. Oh, no, wait. That was last year. I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm surprised Google didn't give us the He Believes Cup. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Frisco, Texas. Where the hell is Frisco? Oh, I don't know. Frisco. Is there a song? Song that mentions Frisco. What is that song that I'm thinking of? Nope. Frisco Bay. So close. Just like a different Lisa, I have to make fun of you. She she mentioned that her parents are out in California. I thought they were going to Florida. (laughs) Elise is telling me the story about her parents traveling to Palm Springs, Florida. I was like Sister, that's California. Wait, what was the place that I thought it was, though? I I don't know. All I know is that you had the wrong code. Hold on, but I sent you a thing. I sent you a thing saying this is where I thought that they were. Uh, (laughs) I thought that they were in. What's the what's the place that I told you, Steph? I don't know. You you weren't even paying attention. I was paying attention. I got the text, but I know that I know that Palm Springs is in California. But that was when we were having lunch together. And then I said, this is where I actually thought that they were going. Well, yeah, moral of the story is Elisa really needs to work up. You thought they were going to Palm Beach. Palm Beach. Okay. So Palm Beach versus Palm Springs. I'm sorry. Is that so funny to yell? It was so funny. Oh my gosh, guys. It's <gasps> similar. Okay. I don't have anything else for you, do you? <laughs> you jerk. That's similar. You big id. That's short for idiot. <laughs> also, I didn't know where they were going at all. And so, and I was in too deep. Like, they had been talking about it for so long and I had no idea where they were going. Daughter of the year over here. Yeah. And so I was like, well, tell me what hotel you're staying at. So give me the address so I can. And then they told you and you still got the state wrong. Yeah. I still got it wrong. Hmm. Well, well, you can't win them all. (laughs) Can't win them all. Can't win any of them. If you're me, (laughs) go Cyclones, go state.